Calling 0208 You can text 079 Of course, tweet us at Palace Radio or you can email studio at palaceradio.net. Palace Radio, of course, this season have had, have had some technical difficulties, Eamon, but next season we will be back on 12.78am. That's been confirmed uh, after chats with uh, Steve Parrish. And it'll be a Premier League season, of course, Eamon. And Palace, you know, showing exactly the fighting spirit that they've shown all season, particularly since Tony Pulis took over. They never say die. There's that attitude throughout the squad. They always talk about this group of players and how together they are. And, you know, that comeback, I think, just sums up the entire season. We were dead and buried in November. We were dead and buried with 15 minutes to go in this game. Both times we've come back and shown the country and the watching world tonight what Crystal Palace Football Club's all about. Pride and passion. As we said at the beginning, the global world of football had its eyes on Sellers tonight. They probably came to watch Liverpool, but they will remember Palace. So I did think before the game, and I wrote it down, it could be a mental occasion tonight. Those who are mentally tough would succeed, and I think that's what pushed Palace through. Palace have become a mentally tough side. I don't know if I can say the same for Liverpool. Well, exactly, Liverpool, you know, I watched them against Norwich. They won that game by three goals to two. They beat Fulham this season by three goals to two. They beat Stoke 5-3 this season. We said about it, didn't we, that, you know, the defence of Liverpool, they scored 99 goals, but they've conceded 49. You don't win the league conceding that number of goals. And it doesn't look like Liverpool are going to win the league. Man City, a point behind them with a game in hand, of course. Just two games to play for them, one for for Liverpool and their fans are dejectedly leaving the stadium. The vast majority of Palace fans have stayed for what is to be a promised lap of honour. Of course, you've got the club's player of the year due tomorrow night and they'll be at the Fairfield Halls. Tickets still available, Eamon, 25 quid. You can get down to the box office or go online, cpfc.co.uk, if you want to join the players and celebrate what's been a fantastic season with the players and staff and Tony Pulis there as well. Indeed, it's going to be a night to remember. And uh, how do you pick out the highlights of this season? You, you think you've seen it all. Uh, the Chelsea game, as I said, I thought, well, that really is the memory of the season. But this, I think, in, in some ways surpasses that. Well, we've talked a lot about uh, Messrs Murray. We've talked a lot about Dwight Gale as a very excited Palace fan uh, joins me just behind me. It's uh, my son, Kieran, actually. We've talked about those two, but let's mention some of the other players who've been magnificent tonight. Two come to mind immediately, Mila Yelinak, of course, but also Joe Ledley. Yeah, Joe Ledley was really, really good. I mean, he led by example. A couple of times he broke through, and in the end, it ended up being uh, coming to nothing, but he showed... You know, the, the spirit that Palace had and the fact that they weren't going to lay down and die. Just because Liverpool have come here and they've gone 3-0 up, you know, there was a belief in this Palace side that if they got something and they got a goal back, which they did through Damian Delaney, that that might spark something. And it certainly did. And it got the, the crowd actually in raptures. Here, here they come. Here come the Palace players, led by... Mille Yedinak and uh, of course Mille Yedinak. So nearly all the Liverpool fans have gone. So the players will walk round the pitch. Mille Yedinak applauding the Palace fans, followed by the rest of the players. One other player we must mention, of course, is uh, Yannick Balassi, who really had a storming last half hour. He did. He created that uh, second goal, the first for Dwight Gale, and that got Palace right back in the game at 3-2. And they really started to believe. And uh, as the players come round. Banners, we are staying up. The fans singing, we are staying up. As Mille Yedinak leads the team out. Joel Ward there. There's Stuart O'Keefe who scored that cracker against Sunderland earlier in the season, Eamon. Stuart O'Keefe. Cameron Jerome, who uh, didn't play tonight. Uh, he's, uh, he's in his uh, Palace suit. 
Lots of players there. I know Aaron Wilbraham is there. Danny Gabidon, who had a great uh, first half Danny of the Gabidon. season. Paddy is there, of course. The whole Paddy squad are there. And what a difference uh, the season has transformed into after that uh, nervy start. But all those Palace players have played some part in the season. They certainly have. And there's Jerry Francis, David Kemp as well, the Palace oh, backroom And staff. look who's there. Look who's yeah. just come out. Yeah, Dwight Gale's just come out there with Jason Punchin as the Palace media team get on the field to take some stuff for the, for the website. You'll be able to get that on the Palace player, which is, of course, where you can get Palace radio as well as on 12.78 from next season and the Palace fans sing Sonny Pulis Rendell Army what a job that man's done Eamon he has but let's also give credit to someone else walking out there clapping the Palace fan and being implored himself Keith Millen yeah Keith Millen did a fantastic job in steadying the ship after uh, Ian Holloway left after that 4-1 defeat at Fulham it barely seems possible that Fulham were relegated to the championship on Saturday uh, along with Cardiff and uh, Palace who <laughs> lost them to them 4-1 of course uh, to Fulham and on that night it looked like Palace would be one of the sides relegated back to the championship we now sit in a comfortable mid-table position 11th is probably where we'll end up we go to Fulham on the last day for a party on the Thames and uh, the Palace players they go round in front of the White Horse Lane and all the Liverpool most of the Liverpool fans have gone Yeah, but uh, the Palace fans have stayed and credit to them two or three remain some wonderful placards amongst the Palace fans just see one that says Crystal Pulis FC and uh, Palace fans in great voice, the Palace players, Tony Pudis there acknowledging the cheers. I wonder if he can quite believe it. I wonder if that man, Steve Paris, can quite believe it. I know, speaking of Phil Alexander earlier on, he thinks he's in a dream after these amazing events and they've been capped by what's happened tonight. There's Glenn Murray, by the way, next to a fellow super sub, Dwight Gale, and high fives all around. And is that Johnny Williams? Yeah, it is Johnny Williams, of course, won the Ipswich Town. Gold of the Season award at their recent uh, was back at the club now after their season's finished a uh, loan spell oh. over as uh, Jason Punchin leads his uh, his two kids or three kids around the uh, the ground with Daddy 13 on their back. This is a great occasion for the Palace players after a long half season, and I think we're about to get treated to the famous oh. rendition of "We Love You." Well, we've seen it once before from the Palace players and uh, we saw Dwight Gale just before the game. He very kindly stopped for a photo, had a rather sheepish smile, wondered if he'd play any part in the game tonight. And he certainly has done that as the players smiles all around, walk in front of the Arthur Waite opposite to us. And uh, it's great to see such joy and exultation on the face of Palace fans who have certainly been through so much over the last few years. They certainly have. I mean, I can barely believe that it was uh, the end of May, beginning of June, four years ago that I stood outside this very stadium and then outside the Lloyds Bank HQ in the rain, begging this club to be in, you know, still in existence. And Steve Parrish, who's on our screens there, Steve Browett, Martin Long and Jeremy Hoskins stepped in. Uh, CPFC 2010, of course. And can you believe four years later, We've held. We've come back from 3-0 down against Liverpool, who topped the Premier League. We're going to finish 11th in the table. And what a turnaround that's going to be, or has been. Yeah, forgot to say, of course, so we now move up to 44 points as the players now on the final part of the lap of honour in front of those magnificent Homestead fanatics on the far side who've been unerring in their support, even in Palace's worst moments when all seemed lost. They have kept the faith and how they've been rewarded, huh? Yeah, you talk about pride and passion and they were there here uh, on the 31st of May and on the 1st of June up at uh, Lloyds Bank HQ in London 
I was there as well and you know it just scarcely seems possible Palace now will uh, be on 44 points as you say and uh, look like they will finish in 11 <laughs> Steve Parrish taking a, a picture there of the action from the director's box we had a brilliant interview Jerry Clark did a brilliant interview Fantastic. with Steve Parrish earlier this week which is available on the Palace Radio website www.palaceradio.net it's on the homepage there it's 46 minutes long but I promise you it's worth listening to the in its entirety as Steve reflects on a fantastic this se season for the Eagles and it, it's just got a little bit better for everyone inside here as Palace uh. round off the season in style with that stirring comeback against Liverpool and a magnificent rendition of Julian Speroni as Palace's wonderful keeper walks in front of the Homestead we hope not for the last time we shall see but he has been given such a reception there and he applauds them back he's done his job magnificently all season and tonight of course and the Palace fans showing their appreciation for someone who has been a cult hero here at Sellers he has it's 10 years since uh, Julian Speroni joined he joined in uh, June 2004 when Palace were last in the Premier League it didn't really work out for him in his early stages but he went on to become an absolute hero three consecutive player of the year dues and we hope to have and we'll have an extended interview with Julian over the summer to play out to you at the beginning of next season on Palace Radio back on 12.78 and via your Palace player service so your final thoughts Eamon before we go back <laughs> to the studio for reaction to the action final thoughts are just breathless uh, with excitement breathless with admiration at what has happened here at Sellers this season I think it's an example to the rest of the football world who seem to think now it's all about big money multi-million pound signings and 300 pound uh, 300,000 pound a week salaries it's about a lot more than that it's about loving this game of football it's about giving 100 percent and never giving up even when the going gets tough so final thoughts magnificent palace what a season roll on the next one it's been an absolute pleasure Eamon thanks very much uh, throughout this season in the Premier League we'll hand you back to the studio to Bill and Chris Crystal Palace 3 Liverpool 3 yes yes thank you guys that was uh, Eamon Marin and Daryl Murdoch stunning scenes here at Sellers Park as they say it ended up here Crystal Palace 3 Liverpool 3 um, just an amazing season an amazing game uh, we, this is Reaction to the Action. My name is Chris Green. I'm joined by Mr Chris Dixon. I'm going to give you those numbers and we're going to go to a very short ad break and um, uh, you can get in touch with us. You can get in touch. Telephone 0208 653 5796. You can text 079 100 6919. You can tweet at Palace Radio. Please stay tuned. We've got so much to talk about. You are listening to Reaction to the Action live on the World Wide Web. My name is Chris Green. I'm joined by Mr. Chris Dixon. Um, how very well are you, sir? I, I'm still buzzing. I, I am literally, the adrenaline is coursing through my veins. What are nine minutes of football? From oh. a moment Delaney just let that rocket fly from, what, 30 yards? For just 40. looked up, looked around, couldn't find anyone, saw, saw the goal, kicked it at it, and it went. <laughs> kicked it at the goal. It was... Um, End result here was Crystal Palace 3, Liverpool 3. I've got to tell you, every, all the people that are listening out there, it was Liverpool hanging on with Palace pushing forward for that winner. A little bit earlier on, um, goal by Joe Allen and then Daniel Sturridge and then Suarez was 3-0, 3-0 down and it looked dead and buried. The Liverpool supporters were chanting, attack, attack. They need to score more goals to try and get, so they can get up there to get the Premiership title. All of a sudden, as you say, Chris, Delaney... Wallop. Wallop. Back off... <laughs> 
the net and then a couple of substitutions from um, Mr. Tony Pulis uh, brought Gale on um, Ince, on, bought, Ince came on didn't Ince, he so Ince Murray and Gale Ince were the Murray substitutions and Gale came on. Ince Murray and Gale came on and um, well it changed the game Dwight Gale could. He was so close to getting a hat trick. He was. I mean, yeah, I mean, he was a foot outside the post, wasn't he? I think he maybe had not just scuffed that opportunity a little bit. But I'm being churlish. My word. <laughs> Welcome to the Premier League, Dwight like. Gale. I mean, you know, in front of the TV cameras, it's been all. I mean, he, he, he won our goal of the season, didn't he, against Villa? And there's two did, yep. equally quality finishes there, and and Delaney's just pulled one out of nowhere. I mean. It, I've it just, not been that entertained in nine minutes. And it, graveyard of the championship <laughs> for Liverpool. I mean, it doesn't get any better. Right, well, we're going to go straight over to our phone lines to see um, if Jerry's calm enough that he can actually um, talk to us here on Palace Radio. Jerry, what did you think about that, mate? Well, Chris and Chris, <laughs> I've just seen a, a riff of the second goal made by Belassi, and it's crisscrossing just like you two, so it's so appropriate. <laughs> it must have been a wonderful night. I couldn't make it tonight, but um, I gave my uh, seat to a friend, you know, all legitimate. Yep. I hope he's enjoyed the game, but it's a fantastic night. And Chris and Chris, you know, you know, I don't know how long you you two been supporting Palace, but this is where it is. It's such a great, great club. <laughs> if they can get things right here, we can get bigger and bigger. We don't get ahead of ourselves, but for the first time in 42 years I support the club, I'm beginning to believe that we can become a real competitive club in this league. Uh, mate, I think so as well. I mean, I just sort of think with, with what's happened with um, the 2010 the owners and what they've done and brought in and then obviously Mr Pulis, he's turned the team around and who would who would have thought that we were you know would finish the league? Well, we haven't finished yet. We've still got a game to go. Don't get me wrong, Chris and Chris. If Man City win the league, I think Tony Pulis should be the manager of the year without a doubt. Without any shadow. Well, I mean, you've... we haven't got the resources. We are a provisional club um, in a borough, and Liverpool are a massive club. But this is the what it's all about. It's about comebacks. Three nil down. 15 minutes to go and with a bit of luck we could even won the game so in a sense Pulis deserves to be man of the year now if if if, if, if Liverpool don't win the league well, he's, he's say... taken away the champion he's taken away the title from the other guy in the running for, for manager of the season tonight is the rubber stamp Chris you know what I mean tonight yeah. is the rubber stamp of it I think he should be manager of the year I mean long way we keep him because you know if we can give him, if we can give him a blueprint, a vision, and it's going to have bad days, but who would have thought? You know, we've just come back from the dead yet again. You're not trying to say we've got people who run the club, who've got their revenue streams still alive, who are boyhood fans of the club, and long may it continue. You can see the, you know, it's a great, great club. You know, we should easily have been the, we are the biggest club in Southland, but we should, we should have done that years ago. It's no good talking about the past now, but we've got so many good players. We've got Dwight Yale, who always believes. Um, Gail, who I be a great player, and we've got quality players, and we can add a bit more quality. You know, we probably need another goal scorer. I hope we do keep Glenn Murray, even though he might not be a first teammate, he's a very favourite player of mine. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. But we love the club, and you two are doing a great job. Chris and Chris, you're <laughs> just like the Blassie. Criss crossing, Chris crossing. Chris crossing. <laughs> so, Chris crossing. Chris crossing. Chris crossing. Yeah. I've got to agree with you, Jerry. I mean, I thought today. 
pretty much summed up a, a Palace, Palace's season and what it was like. The, the beginning, we looked a bit, um, we looked a bit sort of, so, not jaded was the wrong thing, yeah. but we kept the ball well, we looked really good, and yeah. but we just didn't get those chances. Yeah. And, and then they scored, as I say, they were 3-0 up, they were like, how many goals can we get? And yeah. I was thinking, we haven't, you know, we, we're not, they're not that bad for three goals yeah. down. They just, they just, and then all of a sudden we come back into it and we just showed what, what we've showed yeah. since Tony Pulis took over from this team. I think the club I've, I've been a supporter of Chris sometimes we do start off very too cautious and it's almost like we've got to believe what's happening with the players somehow come alive after being in the hibernation we compete well but anybody who accuses, accuses Tony Pulis of being you know um sort of like a direct ball merchant is absolutely well of the mark and he's got a good opportunity with us hopefully to prove that and hopefully we can help grow the club it'd be great Chris because I think tonight even though I wasn't there um, I listened to it on Palace Radio and uh, I was in tears you know when we beat <laughs> Chelsea I was in tears you know what I'm trying to say yeah. I was actually yeah. crying gladly all over you know what I mean <laughs> I know what you mean, mate. The beginning of uh, the beginning of the game, um, the uh, the Homesdale, they unleashed this big banner, which was which was fortress um, fortress Selhurst, yep. and everyone was there, and then Glad all over was coming out, and it was just, it, you know, it's a, it's very, it's been very emotional this year, and I think it's been um, it's been I think a roller coaster, Chris. I mean, last year I thought um, it was four sort of seasons in one, you know, like um, yeah. winter, spring, and, and summer, whatever. <laughs> this year it's been the same, but it's been great, and basically. Because we've survived, we've got a bit more money. And you see other clubs like Carlos, they've been spending £30 million, um, what we call it, on players. You've got clubs like Norwich, who's bought two strikers, and they're going, well, I'm not saying they're going down, but they look it's like they like may you be going though, down. It's looking Jerry? You know, it's not, not too unsafe a call for you to make that one. They're trying to say, so, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? It's, 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 it's careful building, and... Um, Improving and moving on. People say second year syndrome. Let's bring it on. Let's bring the second year syndrome. We, but we've got the best man. I'm glad we didn't go for these untried players like um, um, Solskjaer. Uh, sort of what's his name? I mean the Carlos City manager. You want people like Tony Pulis, who's no medicine, no nonsense, who knows where it takes and's got that experience. Yeah, I know, mate. Um... It, I, th- I just think it's been fantastic. We're still, you should see us here. If we had one of those little um, cameras that you could see online and everything, everybody has just a massive smile on their face. Yeah. I've got to say, everyone was that before the game and even during the game as well. But to come back and just show a bit of what we had, and and it wasn't just that, Jerry. I mean, um, uh, we were 3 0 up, and then towards the end, there was a little goal mouth thing. There were people throwing themselves. Yeah. Um, three new up, yeah. Three new down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but when that third goal went in, because I thought the second one was a bit of a lucky deflection, a bit of a scuff. Yeah. I mean, the pressure was there and the yeah. goal was coming, but it was disappointing to see that it was conceded like that. But the third one went in. I mean, the three, the three of Suarez, Sturridge, and, and Sterling were absolutely murdering us. Yeah, they really, really were. Well, they're, they're, they're quality players. They are absolutely. Know. And I was, and I was, I was actually smiling watching that because I thought it was <laughs> cracking, but. For the way that we've just turned that around this evening, I mean, it's my birthday tomorrow, and oh. that was just an excellent, excellent present. Happy birthday for well, tomorrow, and uh, let's um, let's uh, let's hope um, you have a great day. But as you say, I've been to Palace, you know, on the first one in '79, some great, great nights there, and when that place is buttoned, buzzing, there's no 
the atmosphere of that club is great. Well, you just imagine what it'd be like if it was a stadium when all the calls were filled in. It'd be actually fantastic. Yeah, it's fantastic. a rocking club. Jerry, we're going to have to let you go. You won't believe this. I've been just joined by Chris Humphreys in the studio. So there's three Chris's in the studio. This is going to get confusing. Well, and then four. All your names should be blasted. So Chris Cross, Chris Cross. Just like a blasted when you've got that. <laughs> bloody hell, he was. He, he, he's in battery, the, that the, boy. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, you're not going to believe this. We're waiting on the phone line. We've got Chris from Doncaster on the right, phone line. We, that is, we have go. got. Thanks, we, Chris, for taking my call and have a good night now. It's Bye, a pleasure. Man. Jerry, oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. That was Jerry from Croydon. I, I kid you not. Uh, my name is Chris Green. I'm joined by Chris Dixon and Chris Humphrey. This could is get messy. Yes. It's good. So we've got, you know, if you were having a sort of game of cards at the moment, we had, first of all, we had a pair, didn't we? we had a pair of Chris's. Yeah. And then, then the phone went, Chris from Doncaster coming out. And that's, that's we got three. Yeah, three and all of, of a sudden, we're coming four of a kind. Chris Humphrey's joined. We're going to go straight over to our phone lines. We've got Chris from Doncaster. Chris, how are you feeling, mate? Well, what can I say? I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I am certainly gobsmacked, to say the least. I am shocked. Mate, um, we're, we're all, you know, I was hoping that you could talk for a bit, because we're, <laughs> we're, we're all shattered here. I, we I, are... I, I, I bet you are, because obviously, you know, a night like that, when the chips are down, and then the last 11 minutes, all of a sudden, three goals go in, I, I'm, I'm just totally gobsmacked. I didn't want the game to finish, I really didn't. Oh, no, it, it was it was amazing. It was an amazing fight. I got a little text. I think we were two 0 down at the time. Someone texted me saying, "I'm sorry, your sorry your evening's not going very well." And then, a few, <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then a few minutes later, it was like three three, and it was like, um, oh, <laughs> a very good friend of mine actually, who is also Chris, Chris Roberts. No. Uh, he texted me from the pub. In, he was sitting. He's a blue and uh, an Everton fan, and he was watching in Dulwich. And he said, "I am sitting here crying with laughter." <laughs> So, Chris, did you listen to it um, via Palace Radio, via the oh, World yes, Wide Web? Of course. Yep. Uh, I'm, gonna get, I'm getting withdrawal symptoms after tonight now. <laughs> I always get withdrawal symptoms because after when it's done, I've got to wait now to August. It's August. not fair. We should have it all summer, Palace Radio. Well, mate, it's, it's, it's been a long time. I do have to say that um, as soon as the game finished, obviously the Liverpool players were emotionally drained. Suarez, oh, you know, to your for that. But... I watched on the telly, they were all in tears. Gerard Suarez was yeah. the one, he was, he was just bad, badly in tears. Sad, sad for them, but I have to say that the Palace players came out with all the coaching staff and the backroom boys, and I, there wasn't many people. Not many people actually actually left. Everybody stayed for them to do a little lap of honour. Everyone was around. It was a fantastic sight. The only the only empty seats in the house were where the yeah. Liverpool players, uh, Liverpool supporters, were sitting. So. Um, yeah, exactly. Sum the season up for us, Chris. I mean, I know it was a fantastic game today, but... For me, for, for me tonight, it just shows that Crystal Palace FC does belong in the Premier League. Yeah. Because if we, you know, performance like that, that we just raised that game with 11 minutes to go, to come back like that to get a draw against the top side of Liverpool, who I'm, I am... I am gutted for them because I prefer them to be the man. For us to draw three three minutes to go, that's a great achievement. And thank you to the Judas once again, manager uh, of the year. Matt, it- if he doesn't get it, there's going to be a steward's inquiry. I mean, I, I really think. Um, but uh, it's always but, going to be the manager of reasons. It's going to be either Rogers or Pellegrini, and I do not like Pellegrini as well. Well, I mean, I, I've got to say, if you listen to anything, and we're hoping to have Tony Pulis's interview a little bit later on, um, he says that he brings he brings what he brings to a club, 
Um, but it only works if the players or if the if the people are prepared to enter into it. And basically, that's organisation and hard work. And he said he wouldn't be able to do what he did if it wasn't for the players. So that's exactly, that's a yeah. massive ten out of ten for just everything that's happening at this club at the moment. Because even like my, my wife Jane, he's very intelligent man. The way he speaks, he conducts himself when he's interviews with um, on Sky before the weekend. Yeah. I know. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just gone flat. It's um, it has been once again the uh, the roller coaster ride. I've said this before on many occasions, but they should like these theme parks. They should just get a Crystal Palace ride, and yeah. you know there'll be people queuing up to get. They're blooming well won't. It'll be frightening. Why would you even sign up to that? If you got on an actual Crystal Palace roller coaster, well, you'd be sick. I've I've I feel I've been on uh, for a few years. I know um. Eamon and Daryl were going through how long they've been at this club and, and I can't, you know, I just can't believe what's happened and um, it's it's the player of the year do tomorrow um, at the Fairfield Halls and I think the place will be absolutely rocking. You'll probably better hear it from Doncaster, Chris. Yeah, well, I definitely will do. Well, I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to be in London tomorrow anyway. Are you? You'll definitely hear it. You'll definitely hear it. Chris, yeah. I'm going to have to let you go now, mate. Um, okay, Chris, take care. Thank you very and, much, um, mate. And have a great summer. No. Um, and we're speak again in August see you in August we are going to be back again in August on 12.78am as well as the World Wide Web thank you very much Chris and we shall speak to you next season well, I mean, let's just have a look at the damage that Tony Pulis has done this evening to Liverpool. I mean, right. the, the, the Barclays Premier League table. So Liverpool, with that point, have gone one point clear. They've got one game to play, uh, which is at home to Liverpool. Uh, Manchester City have two games to play, and they're on eight one point back on 80 points. But they've got Villa and West Ham. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, no, I, I, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of football still left to be played, isn't there, really? You, and you'd have thought, just looking at our performance, you know, you'd have thought 3-0 down, it, you know, sort of t- you see teams, teams that haven't necessarily, once they've been safe, play as well as they should do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, are other teams going to put as much as we did into it? I think, I think there's, there's personal pride. Massive personal pride. Well, we're chasing Stoke City. We want an extra, I mean, however many millions of quid it is for each each, each place. place yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're still only, this is our only our first season in the division. We're still, you know, we, we're looking to grab Henry Penny, aren't we? I'm, you know, I mean, yes, I, know, I would imagine that comes straight from the top. We, there, we go out there and win games of football. And we, we do. do what we, we, and do what we can and make, make sure that, yeah. you know, we, we don't kind of upset the apple cart or, or sort of, uh, what am I trying to say, Chris? Uh, not try yeah. because the the, the guys no, are, 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 are looking to have their holidays booked. I mean, I listened to Stan Collymore the other day, and he's saying that players in this situation do they just they just turn off. They don't put it, the effort it, in. It, it Arsenal be. against West Brom last night was a uh, yesterday afternoon was a dire game. Yeah, where two it? teams with nothing really to play for didn't didn't bother and didn't look like they cared. Oh two oh eight six five three five seven nine six. If you'd like to ring up and speak to myself, Mr. Chris Dixon or Mr. Chris Humphreys, we're all here, the three Chris's. You can text oh seven nine one hundred sixty nine one nine, and we can go over to Chris Humphreys where we can find out um, is what's happening in the tweets world. Well, one I'm going to pick out straight away is from a former Palace man, uh, not that popular around here these days, uh, Gareth Southgate. Right. Oh, and, yeah. uh, what he said is Tony Pulis has been outstanding but you can't underestimate the impact of the crowd at Southhurst this season on Palace's survival and certainly I think you saw that tonight once the first went in there was a bit of oh maybe <laughs> yeah. and then when, when the second went in everyone thought 
yes, we're going to do this. And I think I won the third one, and I think everyone thought we were going to win it. Well, it was us towards the end, Chris. It was, you know, it was us pushing for it. It was uh, Dwight Gale had another opportunity, and there was, you know, Yannick Bellassi was tearing them to shreds. Um, apart from a little gold mouse scramble that we had um, uh, in front of the Sainsbury's end here, uh, the family end. Apart from that, you know, it was us push, pushing for it and then and them hanging on. Meanwhile, uh, Colin Munford, who's a, a local journalist who writes for about writes about Dagenham and Redbridge, uh, notes that Dwight Gale had a big say in the 2910 uh, Essex Senior League title, and four years later, he may have just decided the Premier League title. How, how how weird is that? How weird is that? I it's mean, it's a long way to come in a particularly short time, isn't it? Was Stance did he was yes, the Stance yeah. did express. I think before that, Bishop Stortford. Yeah. yeah, And for those of you there, um, there's a, a stunning interview from our own Jerry Clark here at Palace Radio, who interviewed Steve Parrish, and it's on Palace Radio. Dot net, um, and it's 45 46 minutes. And Steve Parrish mentions on there about Dwight Gale and talking about how he's grown as a man, a young man. And when he, when he came to the club, they maybe put too much pressure on yeah. him. Uh, and actually, seeing him now, um, he's changed as a player and as a person. And he knows where the goal is, doesn't that he? That was a player at, with extreme confidence <laughs> yeah. there, the way he took those two finishes. And he came on straight away, and he was blistering after everything. You know, we were 3-0 down. At the, we were 3-0 down at the point he came on, weren't we? Yep, we were 3-0 down. Yeah, and you know, I mean, he was, he was up and at absolutely everything. And in Balassi in that last half hour, really turned it on. There was a, there was a moment, wasn't there, where he, where he, he stuck his... He was running and the other way, yeah, and then yeah. he kind of ninja round the house, <laughs> the ball Coutinho away from the flying. fullback, and... Then jumped into the, the challenge. I mean, you know, he's, he's a really big, strong boy, isn't he, that, that Yannick Balassi? I thought he actually struggled for a lot of the game, to be honest. He did, yeah, but, but that last half hour... Yeah, he just suddenly, suddenly came alive. It was interesting to see the Liverpool's tactics because it, they, he had a lot of the ball during, during the game. Um, but when he ha- when he had the ball, um, they kind of backed off him. I think they were sort of obviously done lots of coaching on him and stuff, realizing that he wants to run at you and he wants to try and get round you. So if we just you know like defend defend him in certain areas, then we'll stop him getting the crosses in and stop doing it. And, and it was working. <coughs> Excuse me. It was working from that point of view because his uh, his crossing and the delivery for the first you would say hour wasn't particularly working, and then as as the game the game built and with the Delaney goal was hmm. scored, he started coming into it, and then there was sheds of room, and he was exploiting it unbelievably yeah. well. Yeah, I mean they they, they this is the defence that's conceded forty nine fifty goals this season. Is it? Well, no, it's fifty two now, isn't it? I believe it's some, somewhere... It would be 52 after the three that we've scored this evening. <laughs> well, um, you are listening to Reaction to the Action here on Palace Radio, live on the World Wide Web. If you'd like to get involved, you can on telephone. It's 0208 653 5796. The text is 079-160-919. You can tweet at Palace Radio. Um, we're waiting for the press conference. As soon as Mr. Pulis um, gets interviewed, um, we will send it straight to you. So if I happen to be talking and all of a sudden it goes bloop straight to it, it probably will make that noise yeah. as well. I mean, that's a cracking little handover you go there. <laughs> if, you, if we just get used to doing that every time we go to Pulis. Bloop, bloop. Yeah, well, I could do that. Yeah, it's good signal. It's, yeah. The, the thing is, right? This is it's like it seems a shame that it's the last game of the season, Here and we've probably else, not yeah. got long, and we've just come up with something new. Yeah. 
So well, no, but you're innovating all the time. The players don't go to sleep. Neither do we. <laughs> no, yeah, neither do we. Absolutely. So this is um, just we mentioned earlier on. Um, for those of you that are interested, and I know there's lots of you out there, um, we had a um, Palace Radio um, goal of the season, mm. and the winner of that goal was we've just been talking about him, Chris. Dwight Gale. Dwight Gale, and it was against Aston Villa Boxing Day, I believe, wasn't yeah. it? It was just stunning strike. I, there's just been so many. There are suggest Damien Delaney just beat it. it, it yeah, Do you know what? It, it was definitely a pick that out moment, wasn't it, really? Should we take the award away from Gale again? <laughs> I don't think we should, do you? I don't think we should. I don't. Think, I mean, Damien Delaney, I, but this was kind of bringing me on to my next subject. Underneath, I've got sort of Player of the Year. It's the Player of the Year awards tomorrow yes. at the Fairfield Hall. Tickets available. Tickets twenty five pounds. Really? Tickets still, still available. Tickets that. still available. Not many, but get them now. Get them now. Ring the club. Ring the box office at the club and speak to them, and you will be able to try and get yourself a ticket. It promises to be a fantastic evening. If you were part of the crowd here tonight, you would have seen what the what the crowd was like. Uh, I was uh, there last year, and yeah. I thought it was fantastic last year. There was some wise, massive, massive wise words from Mr. Yedinak last year. It, it was was, did, was that before we went up? That was after the last game of the season, and we had the yeah. playoffs. So it's a regular season, and, and just before we went into and Jedi, Jedi was being interviewed, yeah. and and they went so you know blah blah blah. This is good good season, and he went. It's not over yet. We still got three games to go, yeah. and the place went mental because yeah. we obviously had Brighton home and away, yeah. and then the Wembley, and he goes got three games to go, mate. So the, I mean, the a, place went a year crazy. since then, and look how far we've come. Obviously, I mean, what are you? What have your highlights of this season been, Chris? God, too many to remember. I think it's. I, th- I think it's just the fact of watching us play. Yeah. See the teams come out. Um, there was um, there was there was talk, you know, sort of at the beginning of the season, sort of a lot of people thinking, wishing we were in the championship, and oh, I don't want to be there. And you know, like just we come to sort of games like this, and then the teams get read out, the opposition get read out, and you think this is where we want to be. This is where we want to be. And this season, without any shadow of a doubt, we've deserved to have been in a Premiership. So. Um, <laughs> It, it, this it's just there's there's loads there's loads. Yeah, I feel a bit tearful at times. Yeah. Like Chris said he was yeah. thinking about stuff. Um, just the emotion that, that's that's happened. Well you, well, you could hear it. You could hear it in Jerry's voice as well when you when yeah. he called through. I mean, it's, it's huge. <laughs> it's absolutely huge where we are now because so many times we've nearly been there. You know that most relegated club in Premier League history. Not anymore. Not anymore. Chris, what are they saying on the tweets, mate? Uh, great one here from Alexandra. Ready for this? Yeah. Anyone but Suarez, and I might have felt guilty for laughing so much at a grown man crying. Hashtag 3-0 and you mm, it up. It's 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 weird, isn't it? I think myself and Paul, um, we were talking uh, at... I'm just saying that he's such a quality player, Suarez, mm. but he has, that, he has that little side to him that makes neutrals just think do you know what I just he's got something get behind him but he's a reprehensible man (laughs) but he but he is a a fantastic footballer when he's on his day he's unplayable without any shadow of a doubt yeah and um you know but he had an off one tonight didn't he I mean he wasn't he would he had a few shots in the first half he blazed over a couple of times he blazed fantastically wide uh, for an yeah. opportunity and just in this side yes. of, of the box. This side being where we are now, obviously, in radio land. <laughs> Painting a picture, Chris. Yeah. Thank, yeah, thanks very much. That's um, why I, I'm here and not commentating. <laughs> we leave that to Daryl and Eamon. Daryl and Eamon, I have to say, 
fantastic job they've done throughout the whole of the season and uh, for the people that have been listening on Palace Player uh, this year uh, haven't been able to make it to the games for those people that have been listening from different parts of the world bringing a bit of Sellers Park to different parts, different countries. It must have been, must be fantastic to, to hear that and to hear the passion and emotion that's been going along all season. That's something that's that's something that stuck with me. Talked yeah. about you know um, memories from the season. What about you then, Mr. Dixon? What, what I, sticks with you? Well, this will stick with me tonight for a long time, definitely. Uh, Everton away for me was was a really big one. Um, it you know when we. We we felt at the end of that one, I think that we'd we'd had it in the bag, and you know, you know that was a fourth victory in a row. Um, I wasn't at the Chelsea game, so I, I, yeah. I you know, I mean, I, I read all about it. I was watching that, but but uh, but yeah, I, I, for me, my highlight is Everton away, and just the relief of that final three points somewhere. You know, I, I've been up to Everton a couple of times, and it's not really a happy hunting ground for us up there. It's not, and. You know, uh, yeah, that, that just the, the final whistle at the end of that game was was my biggest moment of relief, and I think you know emotionally, Mr. Humphreys. What about you, sir? I am going to go for if I'm picking a specific moment. It's Julian Speroni's save from Eden Hazard in the win over Chelsea. Yeah. It was just almost non-human. <laughs> it was so good. It just looked impossible. Yeah. He's been exceptional, hasn't he? I mean, there's... He's got to stay, hasn't he? Well, in, in uh, Jerry's interview with Steve Parrish, I think Steve Parrish did confirm he is going to be offered a new contract, yeah. so that's encouraging news. Good. Yeah. I mean, I think the introduction of getting Wayne Hennessy here must have upped Spironi's game I mean, massively. You've obviously got a lighter fire under your best goalkeeper, haven't you, by bringing in a better one. Well, um, uh, and it's not just not just the goalkeeper, Chris, out of any player. You yeah. know, if anyone thinks that they're safe their position, then yeah. you're you know, you've got someone who's tearing at the leash yeah. to come and, and take over your position, yeah, then sure. you know, that's got to raise you. It, and but we've always had like good second keepers here, haven't we? I mean like Lewis I say always I mean, Lewis Price is an excellent keeper when we saw him in the League Cup. Yeah. I mean he hardly put a foot wrong but obviously you know um, Pulis has just said he's not quite the cut to push Spironi in the way that he needs to be perhaps back over to you again Chris what have we got there mate uh, we've got a text in from our old friend Richie in Crystal Palace he just says truly truly extraordinary Ledley was awesome and Balassi tore them to shreds in the end but the biggest plus tonight is Dwight Gale tonight will be the making of him he says thanks so much for a great season on Palace Radio and he'll speak to us all again next season in the Premier League happy days <laughs> Thank you very much. Was that, was that a text, Mr. Humphreys? Was that a text? Well, that was from Rich in Crystal Palace. Thank you. 079-100-60-919. Telephone 0208 653 Or you can tweet at Palace Radio. We will be keeping you updated with all of those things that come through. You are listening to Reaction to the Action on Palace Radio. My name is Chris Green. I'm joined by Mr. Chris Dixon and Mr. Chris Humphreys. Will you have... Three of a kind. Hello. Three of a Hi. kind. But in name only, though. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know, I could never quite master centre-back like you, Chris. <laughs> Well, uh, there'd be a, uh, lots of players that, oh, <laughs> that would say that actually never did. Mark. Well, no, no, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I'm just, just saying that you're a bit taller than me, that's all. You're listening to Reaction to the Action. We have had an amazing game here at Soho's Park. Uh, Crystal Palace 3, Liverpool 3 was the final score. Palace were 3-0 down. Damien Delaney came back with an awesome, shall we say, 40 yards? 
It gets longer every time. Is like, yeah. I mean, it just it made, it made John Joe Shelby's and Wayne Rooney's efforts look like tap-ins, didn't they? Really <laughs> makes, makes them look like a tap-in. Yeah. I mean, to score from your own penalty area like that is quite it, incredible. Indeed, it, it it wasn't that. It was probably, with it was, an overhead kick <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, I mean, it's just with your wrong foot. But it was it was a fantastic goal, which started it. It, it set a little light, didn't it? Yeah. Set a little light going underneath the Palace supporters and the Palace players as well. Felt that, they had a bit of belief. But the goal, that goal, and the noise that we would have made. I mean, it didn't feel like any kind of consolation, did it? It didn't feel like that when that, that the, when we roared when that goal went in. That must have absolutely put the willies through Liverpool. I think so. I think you know. I think that, and it was just it was the you know the. the, the the team themselves just mm. thought we could do something here. We could do something here. There's just a psychological shift in the ground because you saw when Liverpool put the third away, they didn't celebrate. They grabbed the ball because Brendan Rodgers has been talking about the fact they had a nine-goal deficit, deficit to yeah. make up on yeah. Man City, and they were looking. Let's get as many as we can. When we got one back, their dreams had been shattered. I think they realised that even if they won the game and held on, yeah. they still weren't going to get the goal difference. And it was just such a psychological shift that everything went Palace's way from then on, and Liverpool just couldn't pull the tide back. <laughs> I know, I know. It's an amazing game. It was an emotional roller coaster, and it's just—it it was astonishing. It was—it was absolutely astonishing. That belief grew, and all of a sudden, players. You know, I didn't think when we were three 0 down that we we deserved to be three 0 down. You know, you, you sometimes you're three 0 down, and you think, mate, they, it could be five or yeah. six. They, they were just a bit more clinical. The second goal, uh, the Sturridge goal, was a deflection, yeah. which was, um, was a bit of a shame. Um, the, the, the Joe Allen goal, that was bad defending, really. He's probably the smallest man on the pitch. Yeah. And he had a Delaney just header. lost him from the corner. Yeah, He made up for it, though. Yes. <laughs> he, made, he made up for it. He's got to be one of the people on nominations for the Player of the Year. There's so many. Um, you could pretty much go through the whole of the team. Um, uh, yeah, would I, warrant a vote. Yeah, Yedinak played every minute of the season so far. I mean, obviously, he's got to play. Has that been done before every minute of the season, boy? Anyway, uh, yeah, research. Call us now. I'm sure someone actually has done <laughs> so, it. We well, have no internet facilities. So, yeah, so, We've got technical glitches, um, which uh, so we, we can't find out. Yeah, but there's... Th- there's him, isn't there? There's Jason Punchon. Yeah. There's got to be Julian Speroni, Andy. Delaney, uh, Joel, Joel Ward. Ward. Just been astonishing. And I think the fifth nominee, because they've gone for five nominees for it ahead of the night, the fifth nominee is Marion Schumach. He's been, he's been he, is, he does so much work for us and he just has that bit of quality. He was yeah. just so, so very unlucky tonight in a couple mm. of situations yeah. where he had the ball and turned and oh, just slightly missed. But that's not, I mean, we've seen it. I mean, we, we, he started off kind of leading the line for us at the beginning of the season, didn't he? And, and as soon as, you know, was it Pulis that got him to drop back into that whole yeah. position? And just, 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 just to bring him in, just to get him more involved, give him more of the ball. I mean, he's just got so much class. Yeah, I, th- I thought he struggled um, in that lead position today, actually. He looked a bit isolated. Yeah, yeah definitely. I think so, yeah. I mean, but um, he, he, still, he still battled, he still struggled well, and he cho- chased everything, and he, you know, he, he, was getting, he was getting clattered a few times as well. So. Now, Schumacher's a 50-50, isn't he? I mean, I, obviously it's up to the player, because we, we had him, was it on, uh, it was a loan arrangement with Arsenal we the, had. The arrangement or? is that uh, Arsenal and Palace are playing, paying his wages half each. Right. And as far as I understand, Stand it. A hundred percent of his wages is way beyond what the club can afford. Right. So but yeah, that's we, we, that we'll then. But, but but there's lot there's lots of things, isn't there? There's people coming to contract uh, end of contracts of the season, and and the club 
and Mr. Pulis was sat down, at, you know, and sort of said, "Look, we will sort them out. A, when we know what division we're going to be in, and we'll mm. do all them at the end of the season. We're not going to start clouding the issues by start to talk about that now. So presumably, now's the time that they can start. And Tony Pulis would have had a look at the players that he would want to bring into the club, maybe players that he would want to maybe move on, maybe some that go out on loan, and some that he, you know, that he he doesn't think could fit in here. So we've got Johnny Williams to come back as well, haven't we? Yeah, we've got Johnny Williams, we've got, we've got other players out that can come back. Yeah. Um, maybe he sees uh, other people just moving away just to go on, on loan for a bit. But, you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't fault what's happened. I just couldn't. And fault. we've got a World Cup this summer as well. <laughs> I have so never great. even began to dream mm. of being, of, I probably can't now, but watching a World Cup where I think maybe we could have him. Maybe, oh. Oh, he's quite useful. Yeah, <laughs> let's, yeah. And, yeah, three, just, and not, not forgetting, of course, three of our own players are going. Yeah, Jezak, KG, and Guediura. Yeah. The thing, the thing is, right? I mean, well, obviously, we're enjoying we're enjoying the, the evening. We're enjoying the fact, that, you know, the season and the summer coming up with the World Cup, which is which is fine and dandy. Mm. But on a more serious note, the fact that we are finished so far up the, the division then there'll be players that maybe wouldn't have looked at us as wanting to come to the club if we yeah. had finished 17th. Now we're just struggling. Now it's like, do you know what? If I go there, we probably won't be in a relegation fight, You know, which means that you can move yourself on and you can do And so. you've got a set of fans that will absolutely roar you. Yeah. You know, to, well, that, that's one of my question. Do you think that will influence certain players? I know when Adrian Mariapa first came here, he gave some uh, comments, I think, to the Croydon Guardian, maybe the advertiser, apologies to whichever's wrong, um, saying he had no idea when he was playing at first Watford and then Reading just how good the Palace fans were. Now I think everyone knows about it. Mm. Everyone yeah. knows about it. Yeah. And I think, you know, why wouldn't you? The, th- the thing that gets me is that if someone makes a mistake, you don't hear any boos or disappointment and when if someone scores against us yeah. they, they just get louder I mean it's, it's not like, to don't say don't they are there they're not there you'll always get booers but they're just shouted yeah. down by just the relentless positivity of, of 99.9% of the people in the ground you know it's, it's got to it's, it has to affect you as a player most yeah. definitely and and you know you, you're telling me that when the players come out and you see that display that was in the Holmesdale at the beginning you're telling me that doesn't spur you on as a player to think you want to do something mm. would that make you want to sign for a club though I think I know. I think at the end of the day, it would all be about contracts and wages yeah. and stuff like that. But but my point is that you know, as as a player, would you be wanting to? If you weren't quite sure, would you be wanting to go to a club that um, was going to be fighting off relegation again, or it looks like it? Whereas at the moment, it doesn't look like we. Would I mean, we, I I read a stat somewhere that said that with finishing eleventh, uh, we've finished higher than any other promoted side. In Premier League era history, that is quite incredible. That's quite that really a stat. Is. Yeah. Is. I only read it twice, so it might actually be complete fabrication. <laughs> but put, still, to put another it's span, good enough. to put another spanner in the work, though, in terms of statistics, uh, on average, on a, te- in a team's second season after survival, <laughs> they drop about I think four and a half on average places. Second season syndrome. Yeah. It's been, I, I, it's been uh, classed. Are as, you boys it? scared of that? Uh, no, if it puts us in, if it if that puts us in fifteenth uh, and a half yeah, place, yeah, we still stay up. Then yeah, you know that that's that's fifteenth and, and a half. half. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's that half. As that long as we finish seventeenth so. and a half and above. That's <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just I don't know. I think I mean in 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 Tony Pulis we trust um, as far as I'm concerned because if you look at the players that he brought in to the club, that I have to say myself I thought 
Scott Danny doesn't look, you know, not that exciting, absolutely, and Ledley, absolutely brilliant. They've just been coming on and on and on, and you know, um, if he's got some other players that he would maybe wanted to bring to the club, you know, why you've got to got to support him? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean, the comments were at the end of that transfer window. Well, that's that's a, a tremendous boost for Palace with the players that he brought in. I mean, with Thomas Ince as well, you know. Yeah. And he had that immediate impact. All right, he hasn't played that much, but he's always been on the bench. He's always been sort of, uh, you know, obviously impressing Pulis in the <coughs> in training. Um, but but, but yeah. it was the lift he gave the players. Exactly. And might not have played, but it's. You know, once again, going back to that uh, Steve Parrish interview, upgrade, it's that, isn't yeah, it? so, all of a sudden it's someone who comes in and and raises the, you know, like the the players' um, energy and mm. you know, and all of a sudden, the sort of it's, it's good to be going to work in the And morning. Murray coming back from injury as well, you know, yeah, and it's all it's all just it's all seemed to have as a club on average gone our way since since Pulis has come in. It's just yeah, been fantastic. It's, it's, not, it's not by luck. Chris, no. it's not by like the first thing that happened. You, we talked about sort of um, situations where you know when things first happened, and and um, Millen when when Millen got the team after Ian Holloway, he left, shored it right up. Didn't yeah, he? It, from from then not from then on. There's, I think it's the first time I saw us play, and it was like, do you know what? We're not scared of this team. Hmm. We're not scared of that. And um, it's, you know, towards the end of the season, it's been like we're not we're not scared of people. You know, and you kind of felt that at the beginning of the season. I know it was early days, and the te- the team were trying to cut their teeth and get used to. We didn't know what formation we were yeah. playing and what teams. We had a lot of sixteen people coming in, yeah. and that. so it was very difficult for us. But all of a sudden now, it looks like you know we're not scared. Uh, Chris, here's a question for you actually. Mm. Uh, uh, it's actually a, both of you. Uh, out of the players that were brought in, that that Holloway first brought in. Right. I mean, are there are there any that are that in the beginning of this season, obviously Shamak. Mariapa. Mariapa. So he was brought in at the beginning of the yeah. season. So it's those two that have kind of bedded. And I feel a bit sorry for Bannon because I, I, do, thought, I yeah. thought Barry yeah. Bannon was doing well. Mm. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't think there's many people. If you were to do a straw poll of the supporters, people that would would say, "No, nah, they don't like him." I thought every time he's come on, he's delivered for us. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but it was. I mean, going back to the Holloway signing, there was a damning indictment in during the bad run when we went to Swansea. I know we had a couple of injuries around that time. Shamak went off injured. But there was a point in that game at the Liberty Stadium where for all the 20 or whatever it was players that Holloway signed through the two transfer windows he was here, not a single one was on the pitch. Yeah. And that's quite a damning indictment, I think. Mm. Well, we've moved on massively from that now. So, you know, as a, as a club, as a, um, an organisation, and, you know, and that's what it is. With, with the, with the organisation that Pulis has bought, to, to the training ground, to the backroom staff, to the club as a whole, hmm. it's just it's it's been it's been ast- it's been astonishing, absolutely astonishing. If he doesn't win manager of the season, I was going to say I'd do something silly, but that's you know. I, I mean, I've been reading. I'm not gonna, hey, uh, you wouldn't be the first person to say stupid things as we, uh, <laughs> no. uh, this evening. Certainly, uh, reading tweets saying that uh, if Dwight, if, if if Crystal Palace equalised, Liverpool fans would get Dwight Gale tattooed across their forehead. Oh dear. There's going to be some people with a lot of work to do tomorrow. A lot of work to do. Uh, Chris, is there anything on the tweets? What's happening in the world of Tweetsville? Uh, one from the club itself. This is from uh, Luke Tugby, who edits the fantastic programme. He's done a fine job this season. Oh, stunning. 
uh, says um, there's uh, Damien Delaney in the dressing room. Apparently the TVs have been up and uh, he's seen a replay of his own goal on Sky. <laughs> his reaction, he just shouted, I'm not going to do the accent, but just shouted, would you Adam and Eve it? <laughs> Damien Delaney in, yeah. he's in shock at his accent. own goal. He did rather kick it in the goal, didn't he? That was quite impressive. Well, as we're sitting here, the lights are starting to go out. So let's put, apart from the ground staff, now um, there is going to be um, the pitch is a massive big overhaul. I always get sad at this point. What, last game? Last yeah, home that, game of the season? Yeah, the light's been closed off for the last time. I, I always get quite sad at this bit. Well, the pitch is going to be dug up. The pitch oh. is going to be dug up. Under soil heating. Just, just, just to pick up on something else, actually. You know, you're watching the world's, the, the, the world's techies of all sorts of media, TV, global groups just packing everything away and leaving Selhurst Park this evening. The whole world saw that this evening. The yeah. whole world were looking at the Premier League this evening to watch Liverpool try and win this this Premier League title for the for their first time in their in their history. Really, they haven't won the Premier League before, mm. and we took it away from them. We took it away in 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 front of you know there'd have been millions of people watching that everywhere. Well, we've had a fantastic uh, season, and I think Chris, you've been um, working on a little project to try and. Uh, Encapsulates. I, what might, it is I like. might have to do a bit more work on it now, <laughs> but um, until tonight at least, I thought it'd be a nice idea to put together a little documentary or mini documentary highlighting the key highs, the key lows, the key goals of this season. Mm. And you can download that now from the podcast page at palaceradio.net and from our iTunes feed as well. Just search for Palace Radio and you'll find that there. Uh, I've spent many, many hours on it. It's 25 minutes, so it's perfect for the train journey to work. Uh, but I might have to do a bit more work on it now. <laughs> Take it down, Chris. You've got well, you've got more to do. So yeah. so just just talk to us. What was it? Start off at the beginning of the beginning of the season of the Premiership. So I start I start off jumping back to remember the game against Peterborough a year ago. I certainly when do. I yeah. think at two one down that was it. The playoffs the playoff dream was over. Shattered. Mm. And yeah. now and now look where we are. Twelve months on, and it's essentially the story of those twelve months. That, sound, that sounds brilliant. Where can people get hold of this, Chris? So if you go to palaceradio.net, just click on podcasts and you'll be able to find it there, along with all the other great ones we've done. We've done interviews today with Aki Riolati. That'll be up there later. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes as well. If you just search for Palace Radio on iTunes, uh, you can subscribe to our feed and get all the latest podcasts we put up. I, that's, uh, j- just as you mentioned Aki Riolati there, I mean, I was actually in the studio when he was talking and I was... I mean, I wasn't in awe because I'm a grown-up, but he is my favourite ever <laughs> Crystal Palace player. What a player. nice man. And Isn't yeah, he? yeah. He's just, just fantastic. And he owns a cake shop as well in Soho. Oh, wow. You know, I mean, just, there's no end to the man's talents. Not only does he sort of run a football club as well at a, 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 a CPFC 2010, he, he, he runs a cake shop. Wow. Co-owns a cake shop in Brilliant. Golden Square in what Soho. I mean, yeah, what exactly. But it's, it's just been a perfect Palace evening, really. Should we finish, to with, fight back with should we finish with a joke? We, well, yeah, we yeah, can. Right, yeah. <laughs> he says he says tentatively, mm. yeah. Yes, uh, no, why no, not? Is, is not there any swear words no, in it? No, no, no. Uh, this is from Keith Jackson, who says UEFA have awarded Palace a place in Europe next season as a reward for making Luis Suarez cry. <laughs> and cry he you did. Well, we are we are going to be going. This is the last time. It's the last time we're going to be doing the roundup of this season. Uh, our first season for a while in the Premiership. We are going to be back next season. We're going to be back on 12.78am as well. We have got official confirmation of that. We're going to be live on the World Wide Web. Uh, we do have one game to go before the end of the season. Um, so um, that is against Fulham. Um, it be interesting to find out whether Mr Pulis maybe changes the team a bit. 
Yes, because obviously Fulham already down, nothing to Fulham play already for down, there. and it's no, yeah. it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter to any other team. I think we can't finish any lower than eleventh now. So, no. so I'm just well, going to say that again. We, tra- we, we can't finish any lower than eleventh, and we can get tenth. We could, we could get a top of the table. We could be in the top half of the table. Incredible, yeah. just incredible. So I'd like to uh, wrap up the evening, uh, Mr. Mr. Humphries. Thank you very much indeed, sir, you're, for your you're very uh, contributions. Uh, I'd like to say a very quick goodbye and a very quick who you think is going to win Player of the Year. Uh, yes, goodbye indeed. It's been fun this season. Player of the Year, Joel Ward. Mr. Dixon, I'd like to say the same to you. Um, little summary and who's going to win Player of the Year. Uh, okay, so. Uh, very special mun- men- munchin to Jason Pension. Um, <laughs> yes, well munchin to Jason Pension. Uh, special <laughs> mention to Jason Pension. He's not going to pull his pension anytime soon. I'm saying he could be like a government mascot or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jason Pension. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> that would be fantastic work. Definitely. Jason Pension. But yeah, Jason, I mean, for, the, for those goals, I mean, you know, in, I'm not sure in terms of points to goals ratio I think Jason Punchin is probably right up there in the Premier League this season yeah, well, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the goals he's scored that yeah. we've actually we've they, actually won a lot of them have been winning goals yeah. 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 he scores them we win he scores them we win yeah. but for me Mile in the middle of the pitch his distribution hasn't been great but he has been absolutely on fire for anything coming past him he stops you he takes a ball Interceptions, go go. He's just been absolutely. He's been nicknamed the interceptor, I believe, by um, other journalists across across. More interceptions than in any other footballer in in Europe. Yeah, I mean, that, I that could might have just be because we're on the back foot a lot of the time. But <laughs> but nonetheless, you have to be something special to get past him. And that's another reason why I liked Aki so much. I just like that kind of player. Yeah. Just a blocking, intercepting defensive midfield has always been, you know, someone I enjoy watching. So yeah, didn't for me. Well, for me, it will be Joel Ward, I think. Um, but I could pick Mr. Punchin. I could pick uh, Yedinak. I could pick Spironi. I could pick Delaney. I think throughout the whole of the team, that it's just been it's just been fantastic. But I am going to be there at the Player of the Year Awards tomorrow. So I shall see. And yeah, I'll I'd- have my little vote. I think it's going to be a bit of an effort to, to get one of these uh, magical uh, tickets that are still left, Chris Humphrey. So I'm guessing the box office is going to be closed now. But uh, Yes, go straight onto the website. Get them now while you can. Yeah. Get them on the website. £25. Guys, pounds. £25. £25. And there's, of course, there's the beer the festival front. to look forward oh, yeah. to as we'll well. Be, we'll be back here in a few weeks. <laughs> well, it could all get This very, season just isn't going to end. And, and we've also got Brighton to look forward to losing in the playoffs as well. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> get those clappers out. Get those clappers out. <laughs> guys, I'd like to say uh, thank you very much um, for, uh, on behalf of everyone here at Palace Radio it has been a fantastic season more of the same um, in the Premiership next year for those of you that have been listening and contributed thank you very much indeed for those of people like Mr Hilton who is sitting behind the desk at the moment thank you very much there's a lot on lot of work that goes on behind the scenes to bring you these shows uh, thank you very much indeed and we shall see you next season goodbye and God bless <laughs> <laughs>